that gotta be a dope ass story on the page. Let the beast about the cage. That light about the dark. Can you build the inferno from the itty bitty spark? Coffee shop hustlers rise with the cream. A million other writers, same Hollywood dream. Your pen and paper, all that bullets in the gun. Write what you feel, say what you want in the red We say what we say, we do what we feel. We gotta keep it real in the red All about the crap of screen writing. Fill my bottle up with lightning. I'm in the red So look, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get in. Ah, uh, yeah. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. <laughs> you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what? Lisa, Lisa, t- why are you looking at me like I'm crazy? <laughs> me in 2016 about the fight. What's wrong with you? Oh, it's no. snatching up everybody. I know. I know. Everybody. Everybody. I mean, it's bad enough you took David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Then you took vanity. Mm-hmm. You know, and I thought, I'm going to get through it. Then, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> you took Prince. Yes. And then you turned around and took Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. So, you know, me... me you just me, speak clear. It's all right. Me, me in speak. 2016, we're we, we, uh, we on shaky ground right yes. now. We're frenemies right mm-hmm. now. So... Mm-hmm. Everybody else put a protective surf, you know, put a protective circle around everybody you know and love, because mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 not even June yet, mm-hmm. and all my fans, it's all the like the brilliant the ones, icons are going, and these other motherfuckers who should be dying <laughs> are still. Well, I'm not gonna name no names, but you know who they are. <laughs> no, they know who they are. They know like who that. they are. So anyhow, but hey, I'm here. That's what's up. <laughs> so <laughs> on this show, we discuss entertainment. TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, yes. and shit like that. Yes. <laughs> so y'all hear her yes. voice. That's my girl, mm-hmm. Lisa Bolacaja. Mm-hmm. We call her the street nerdist, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Sophista Ratchet. Sophista Ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. Hide your daddy. Okay, hide your daddy. Hide your wife, hide your kids. Somebody, right? <laughs> hey, it's good to be here. It's just been a really busy, like the last few weeks, it's just been really hectic, busy. I mm-hmm. just got back. Literally, I just drove up from uh, UCSD, the Shaping Change mm-hmm. uh, conference for Octavia Butler. So my headspace is like all academic, because it's all smart, brilliant academic mm. people's. You know, mm-hmm. so it was like it's nice to kind of come up so here. We gotta slap you back and to the game. Yeah, right just kind of like just kind of bring it down a little bit because you know I'm sitting and taking my notes and introducing people. And mm-hmm. um, shout out to Ted Chang, my uh, instructor, who was my instructor in Clarion. He was one of the guest speakers mm-hmm. that um, I was so glad he came down because he was a student of Octavia Butler and he was my teacher. Oh, okay, yeah. When I was in, in Clarion, mm-hmm. and um, and it was of course everybody knows it was Octavia Butler who told me about Clarion. So mm-hmm. I was really happy to see Ted Chang because he's one of like the best living science fiction writers. Wow. around hmm. and so he came and hung out with me okay. and um, that was really cool I mean he hung out with everybody else but thank you Ted Chang the GOAT yes <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, y'all know how we do it on the rant room <laughs> so on that note if you guys are grown let's go ahead and get it All in right. so we got my girl here my new big sis the icon herself. Yes. The princess of all princes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I go, if you don't know her, bitch, Google her, bitch. She Google shall her. not be played with. Okay, look. Okay. Okay. I go, why is it that when, when she came in, I was teasing her? Because I was looking at her IMDb page. How come the pages just kept going? I know. Like, Ten pages. I, know. I was like, okay. 
She ain't but 19. How she did I, all I, I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? You know, she how? a vampire, too. She you a vampire. Hashtag <laughs> vampire. Okay. She is added to my Cleo list. King, y'all. Who, 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 who? Y'all know who it is. Y'all know who it is. So good to be here. Okay. So exciting. And she Actress, has the, can I just writer. Say, she has the best dimple. Yes. Like her dimple. The one dimple. The one dimple. She bought it on eBay. Like you know, I said. She, bought, she bought it on eBay. <laughs> but it's all good. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Miss Cleo King, yeah. it is an honor to have you here Thank with you. us in my office over mm-hmm. here at the lot. I know. Chilling. And what a great view, too. It's so nice to be here. The mm-hmm. energy is just lovely. I'm good, so happy good. to be here. I love that. This is fun. Get to come here, have a good time, mm-hmm. and get on out. And you know, whenever <laughs> I get to talk about my career, yes. talk about what I do, where I'm at, what I'm doing, mm-hmm. how I got started, all that stuff, that's mm-hmm. exciting for me because I love what I do so much. And to yes. be with you guys, it's like that bumps it up. Mm-hmm. So. Good. I'm really glad to be That's here. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, shoot. Like I said, it's an honor to have you. I'm about to knock it over again. Look, I knocked <laughs> over my juice before you came. All over my flow. His lovely blend. You know oh I was having. But he got it up really. You quickly. know I was having the tissue. He got it too. up quick. Quick. Did he have like the special liquid stuff for her to clean up? Because it was spotless. Yes. Yeah, he jumped up quick and got it. Okay. Filled yeah. the vacuum in his pocket. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> With my toothbrush. All of that. All of that. Oh, so, man. Cleo, let's go back. Let's tell the kids where you're from and how you got into the game. And I want to spend a lot of time talking about um, one of my favorite things is progression. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's because... You're an actress, and everybody knows you as an actress, mm-hmm. but what they don't know is you're a writer, too. Yes. So yes. I really want to get into that as we start moving, because that's what our show is all about. Great. So let's just tell them your journey, like how you got to here. Well, you know, I'm from St. Louis. Okay, St. Louis, enough. Missouri. So. St. Louis. Yes. I'm from the Lou, so. and I'm proud. All right, all right. So, yes. you know, my mom is one of those mothers that just, she just took you, snatched you up, and said, you mm-hmm. will be in line. You will be in line. You will be she, in line. And at, you listened, at, didn't yeah. you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> at, at, check it. At 27, she had seven kids. Wow. by herself so there yeah. was no room for you to act out you had right. to be in line so she snatched us up got us going mm-hmm. love that and then everywhere my dad preached we had to sing mm-hmm. so i grew up singing in church mm-hmm. hated it couldn't remember the she got Easter vocals too Trust me. okay i seen her in dream yeah. girls i got the videotape yeah. not remember <laughs> the easter speech forever mm-hmm. and then finally you know when i got to college my, uh, I saw my first play my senior year in high school. Now, I had been seeing the play at church, yes, in the Easter speech and all that. Mm-hmm. But then, senior year in high school, we went on a field trip. I saw a play, and something about it changed my life. You remember what the play was? I don't. Okay. But it was at the Loretta Hilton Theater mm-hmm. in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And it, I could look it up that year that I graduated mm-hmm. high school. But what happened was we were sitting there waiting for it to start. And then they turned all the lights down, and then in like... Eight seconds, they made the announcement to be quiet, not Mm -hmm. to use your whatever. And then the lights came back up. And Mm -hmm. there was nobody on stage when the lights went down. Then for like eight seconds when the lights came back up, there were maybe eight people on stage. And Hmm. I was like... (gasps) <laughs> they appeared. They appeared. It was like magic. <laughs> what? It, is, it was magical. When you're a little kid going to the theater and it like, happened, it is magic. It was mm-hmm. magical. And I thought, I didn't hear them. I didn't I did nothing them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, moved. And I didn't know what. I didn't know how. I didn't. I just knew it was magical. Mm-hmm. So then I get to college, and I don't know what I want to major in. My counselor says, I'm going to go down this list alphabetically. You tell me what you think you want to major in. Huh. Mm-hmm. Now, I had been playing trumpet. Put that up because my teacher wanted to still paddle me. I wouldn't take it. <laughs> Out of 13 trumpet players, I'm the only girl, and he wants to paddle me mm-hmm. because somebody played the wrong note. I didn't know who it was. He said, you got to take the paddle. I said, I ain't got to take no paddle. I ain't taking no paddle. 
I ain't take it. I said, I'm the only girl here. Why you mm-hmm. want to paddle me? Mm-hmm. He said, because you're in first chair. He goes, oh. we went back and forth and back and forth. He mm-hmm. says, you will take this paddle or you will point somebody out to get paddled. <laughs> I said, I don't know who did it. He goes, then you got to take it. Wow. We went back and forth 10 minutes. Finally, he said, you're either going to take this paddle or you're going to put that trumpet up and never play again. Wow. I put that trumpet up and get up out of there. Really? Now, my heart sank. Uh-huh. But that was the best gift he could have given me because I might have been sitting somewhere with a trumpet, child. You see what I'm saying? You could have been the next Cynthia Robinson, though. You could have been like in the band, yeah. the trumpet playing. But no, no, no. My love is acting. There you go. My love. That's who. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. Like I found me mm-hmm. because of that move. So mm-hmm. thank you, Mr. Murray. And, uh, <laughs> you know, thank Some, you for that. No, sometimes it happens. They call it the anti-muse, where something happens where mm-hmm. it can turn you. You know, it something can be a traumatic thing, or something, and then something different. And sometimes the negative experience. Mm-hmm. Even though at that moment you're like, oh man, this is so messed up. Sometimes it's a blessing in yes. disguise. And at the moment it was very mm-hmm. messed up for me. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I just wasn't willing to take a paddle anymore. Right. You know? So then I get to college. She goes, I'm going to go down this list, list alphabetically. You let me know right. what you want to major in. So I'm sitting there listening. She's all the way in the S's. And I'm sitting there <laughs> going, I don't know what I want to <laughs> I mean, if it was that simple, I would. Like, and she said, speech and dramatic art. And I said, what's that? And she said, that's like acting. And I mm-hmm. said, okay, that's what I'll major in. Huh. And this is just from singing in church. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she goes, now, have you been in the um, theater club before at school in high school? I said, no, I was always in the band. She goes, no, this is not something you just choose and say, you got. I said, but mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. She goes, have you ever acted? I said, well, I did the Easter play at church, you know, a few times like that. And mm-hmm. she goes, Listen, it's not what you choose. I said, hands down, Mm -hmm. this is what I'm choosing. So my freshman year of college, I was too afraid to try out for anything. Sophomore year, I try out for... to be young, gifted, and black, and I, oh. I, yes. I get the lead. Really? I don't even know how to memorize lines, nothing. She just <laughs> asked me to read, and mm-hmm. then she asked me to sing, and mm-hmm. then I got it. Mm-hmm. So, And in college, um, and when I heard that applause by the audience, that first, mm-hmm. the, you, when you hear that, mm-hmm. when the sh- curtain goes down, you take that bow, and they start, and you go, oh, my God, yes. I found myself. Yes. Yes. I found myself. Yes. Like, it was it. So... I knew that this is what I was supposed to be doing. And all the time in school, in college, they kept saying, you know, you either got to move to L.A. or mm-hmm. you got to move to New York. Mm-hmm. If you're serious, one right, or the other. Right. And for me, I was serious. But I had never been to L.A. and I had never been to New York. <laughs> and so, you know, I was one of those. I was done with school. Mm-hmm. I went four and a half years yeah. and I was done. Yeah. I was not a student. I right. just wanted to act. Right. I didn't want rehearsals. I wanted to perform. Yep. Yep. Right. I just wanted to get to show up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's <laughs> That's who, that's who I am. Yeah. Cleo is a Leo. I just want it mm-hmm. on. I want to jamming, and I. But you gotta rehearse. You gotta prepare. You got. But I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So after school, I moved to New York. That's mm-hmm. what I did. Had never visited the city. Had never seen it. Did mm-hmm. you know anybody? I did. I knew one young lady. Okay. <laughs> I had okay. done a play with her in college. She went to a different college right. in my town. I went to Mizzou in Columbia, Missouri. Okay. So she had done a play at my school. So I knew her. She had gone out the year before me. Mm-hmm. So she said, "Come out and stay." with me Mm -hmm. so I went to visit her And I told her I would be there two weeks. I would, you know, look around, see if I could find a job, a place to live. And uh, then I'll go home and get my stuff and come back. Right. And Miss Kimberly Harris said to me, if you go home, you ain't gonna you're back. scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ain't coming back. Yeah. You ain't coming back. Yeah. I said, well, I'm very serious. She said, if you go home, mm-hmm. you're not coming back. She said, what are you going home for? I said, to get the rest of my stuff. She said, your mom can send you your stuff. Mm-hmm. I stayed. 
I stay. I stay. I stay. I stay. I, stay. I go Dead now. Part. I know. I know. I stay. You're going to go home and get my stuff. I was scared to death. I was scared to death. I went out there on a bus because I was so afraid to get the plane ticket. It would get me there too fast. It would get you there too fast. Too fast. So that bus ride, I left St. Louis at 11 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. I got to New York at 11 o'clock the next oh morning, 24 God. hours. But I needed to think that far? from St. Louis, Missouri wow. on that Greyhound, on Greyhound. bus okay. back in the day. Yeah. And I had the money because I had borrowed, check it. <laughs> what you my, mother did, said, my mother said, <laughs> um, you can't afford New York. Where you think you're going? You, ain't, you don't know nothing about no New York. Mm-hmm. I said, Mama, I have saved $5,000 working because I had just got my equity card at a theater in oh, Kansas yeah, yeah. City. Mm-hmm. That's, as soon as I got out of college, I lied my way into that theater <laughs> they, they, uh, to an audition. I lied my way into an audition. They saw me. I got the role because they really? said that role was cast. Uh-huh. Well, then when I came in and sang, they realized they could pay me probably one one hundredth of yep. what they were going to play this other doll because mm-hmm. I was fresh out of college, but right. I could still do the role. Right. Right. I got the job. So that gave me my union card. Okay. Off to New York I was. Mm-hmm. And so I said to my mom, I've saved $5,000. <laughs> so I'm going. I called my sister. I said, I just need to borrow $500 and I'm going to pay you back. I'm going to pay you back. I bought my bus ticket out of that $500. It uh-huh. was 100 and some mm-hmm. dollars. Mm-hmm. And I ate along the way, so mm-hmm. I didn't have very much money. <laughs> oh, okay. when I got to New York. Because okay. I was chomping it up <laughs> along the way. But I knew that's where I had to be right. if I was serious. Right. So I lived in New York for 10 years. Wow. And then, you know, I really name, made a name for myself. I was so grateful I got in there. Mm-hmm. And how, long, how long was it for you got your first? My first gig, three months. Okay. Three yeah. months. Okay. Well, three months. Right. You know what I did? I prayed and meditated. I said, okay, sweet universe, God, hmm. show me. If this is what I'm supposed to be doing, just give me a sign hmm. so that I'm clear. Hmm. That's all I need. And right. I needed to be clear. Mm-hmm. Within three months, I booked my first job, and it was a national tour. Hmm. So I, it was Big River. Hmm. Oh, so yeah. I was making... $1,388 okay. a week at yep. 21. At 21. I was making more money than anybody in my family. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anybody. Did, yes. you, did you send a postcard to your mom? <laughs> you know I did. With that first, with a little, 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 little photocopy of the check. Yes. Uh, yes. what, what was that you said, mama? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, you see, my daddy, when I told him I wanted to be an actor, you know, the pastor, the right. minister. Right. You know what he said to me? Honey, there are too many people cuter than you Ooh. and too many people smaller than you. Hmm. You better find something you can do with yourself. Damn. My mother said to That's me. That's motivation if you take it. My mother said to me, you be like your sisters and go into real estate. I don't know where you get this stuff from about no acting and all this stuff. Hmm. Find something you can do hmm. with yourself. Mm-hmm. And that can guarantee you some money. Okay, she's trying to make a brother cry so, over here. So, that's what so, they told So me. basically she photocopied mm. two paychecks. <laughs> one for mama okay, and one, one for daddy. For daddy. And yeah. what was that? What was that, daddy? Okay. <laughs> Respectfully, oh, daddy. Uh, this tour is for a year, man. Just for oh. a year. <laughs> that money for three years because okay. uh-huh. I had yeah. never made money like that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I had never made that much money in my life so for me when I mean I even had and when you're on tour everything's taken care of pretty much it is so, mm-hmm. and then I shared a room because I didn't want to pay like $80 a night at the mm-hmm. time 89 a night plus tax and stuff like 100 bucks really mm-hmm. so I shared a room and did 50 and put it in my savings mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I was cool with it. Mm-hmm. I was 21. Mm-hmm. I, why do I need to spend 100 bucks a night on something? Mm-hmm. No. And uh, it really was life-changing for me because I saw people come out on the road, spend all their money just mm-hmm. shopping, going crazy. And I was just saving, saving, saving. Mm-hmm. So I had no fear, no mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was getting the experience. And at the time, Big River was on Broadway. Mm-hmm. So they let us see the show at night as many times as we wanted. And we were in rehearsals during the day. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was my first Broadway show I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. And here I am in it. Mm-hmm. That, that let me know that I could do anything I wanted to do ever mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that was my sign. Even when I did my one-woman show, I mm-hmm. did a one-woman show, scariest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I went to see Ruby D do hers and I thought, oh my God, she's a legend. Mm-hmm. But I think I can do this. There's nothing in me that can't do what I, I just think saw. I got right, it. right. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew then because it was the scariest thing for me to do a one-woman show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because you got to hold everything together yeah, the entire right. time. There ain't no props. All of it. There's no other people. It's just you. All of it. And that's that's it. And you know what? Bill Duke mm. directed my one woman show. Oh wow! It's called Turning Points. So things would happen. You know, it was all about. You know, when something happens in my life, it catapults me to the next chapter. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those things that let me know. I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, what I'm meant to do in this life. Okay. So I got 10 years there. If they needed anybody that looked like me, full-figure sister girl, acting, mm-hmm. singing, dancing, mm-hmm. I was in the top eight to be seen for wow. a while. Okay. So I built a name for yes. myself. Mm-hmm. So after 10 years, I thought, I'm ready for TV and film. Because okay. it was always revealed to me I needed to be in L.A. <laughs> but it took me five years to leave because I loved New, New York. York. Mm-hmm. The yeah. food, the yeah. city, oh the God. people, the nightlife, the show. You get on out of a show, you then go out for drinks, you then you go to bed mm-hmm. at three in the morning, like that's the life. You in your twenties too, so And then I'm on, yeah. I'm in the club all night till six. Okay. I'm on the subway home. That's the mm-hmm. life. St. Mm-hmm. Louis, we love the club. We go to East St. Louis the club. <laughs> that's how much we love. Y'all the club. over there with the gospelettes? <laughs> what y'all doing? <laughs> all, all night long, all night. <laughs> so by the time I moved to LA, I was like, oh wow. Okay, it took me five years to get here, but I said, I need a sign. Hmm. Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Now, it was revealed to me everything that's going to happen, because you will have it, mm-hmm. but it will be coming from California. So I was then hmm. ready. I get here in three months. Another three months. I booked my first gig. You better I do it, my girl. First gig. So three is her number. About, yeah, like, that's a good one. Yeah, the yeah, Wayans yeah. Brothers. Oh, yeah. I had done the Cosby Show, my first TV mm-hmm. show in my life in New York, mm-hmm. and then I did my first movie, Six Degrees of Separation, yep. with Will Smith, mm-hmm. my first movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I get here, and then I book another TV show, because at the time, TV was where I was headed now. Mm-hmm. I'd done theater 10 years, got my experience, and then I was ready. And then when I got here and landed the Wayans Brothers, mm-hmm. it was like, okay. Hmm. All right. Hmm. This is where I'm supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, Saint so, Stella. That, that's what I call her. That's how I got here. Yes. That's how I got here. They were like, we're gonna put you on for you gonna might you might recur. Okay. She come on and like, yeah, she recurring. She yeah. recurring. She recur. No, no, no. Matter of fact, yeah, I would be here for a little she, while. She was regular. Okay. She was she regular. Yeah. Directed by Mr. Stan Latham. Okay. okay. You know? okay. Mm-hmm. And I had the best time on that show and I have been working ever since. Wow. You know, and thank heavens. 31 years professionally mm-hmm. acting. Wow. 31 years. And wow. you talk about grateful. How did she do 31 years when she's 19? Oh, know. you know, her mm-hmm. math is not adequate. Who already know? That vampire. She's a vampire. That, that vampire thing runs strong. Okay. And black actors. Yeah, I'm just saying. We have a whole list of saying. Hollywood actors. 
<laughs> Mostly black actors who are vampires. Okay. You're on the list, girl. Right. You're on the list. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. And you've done such a variety of things, too. Like, one of the things is, because you have one of those voices, like, when you have an actor, an actor, you know, as good as you, mm-hmm. and you start to recognize your voices, like, mm-hmm. there's a couple episodes, like, I remember American Dad, Family Guy, because you know I watch my anime, mm-hmm. and I'll be sitting there, blah, 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 I'm like, is that Cleo King? <laughs> to the end of the credits and be sitting there like I knew it mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. but you have a voice people recognize yeah. now yes. 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 Like, yes. they have those voices because there's certain actors like you know you just hear them whether it's like um, a lot of time I hear um, Keith David in commercials mm-hmm. oh, yeah. All the time. you know and you know just different actors they have those voices so when I see in different spots and I hear it my ears put like, like like literally I'm sitting mm-hmm. there like mm-hmm. that, that's not like okay mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, let me just sit here and see the credits mm. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. That's hilarious. So you started working your little butt off. Yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. And, and I learned the, I learned uh, television and film. Because my mm-hmm. thing is I have to learn it. Mm-hmm. You know, I started out with the theater. I learned it. Acting, singing, dancing. Then I started directing it because I started doing so much mm-hmm. of it. And then I learned for me to learn the game with the uh, te- film and television. That's when I was like, okay, I'm ready. Yes. I'm ready now. Yes. You know, and that's when I call the series regular. That's mm-hmm. when I, you know, start. I did. I was supposed to do one episode of um, what was it? Uh, Allie McBeal. Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I did one episode. I was on with Tay Diggs and mm-hmm. Jennifer Holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, I played Jennifer Holiday's representation. <laughs> you know, he said, or, Tay Diggs said, "Are you a real lawyer?" I said, "What does it look like?" <laughs> So I was not a real lawyer, but I was representing her. So from that, mm-hmm. working with David E. Kelly, who mm-hmm. created that, he Oh, did, he will write some shit for oh, you. Oh, baby. Okay. Then he had me on uh, Boston Public right. with Loretta Devine right. and Sharon Lill. Mm-hmm. What other show you know got three sister girls on it? Exactly. None. Yeah. I mean, today we now have it, but back then? Back then, mm-hmm. yeah. No, ma'am. Yeah. We did not. So You're Loretta right. and Sharon were regulars on the show. Mm-hmm. And then he brought me in, and I was a smell that shoe lady. I was always angry about mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. So it was supposed to be one episode, and then it turned into like uh, three seasons recurring or whatever. Right. Two or three seasons recurring. Right. With, Seeing uh, Stella. Shy mm-hmm. McBride. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was fun over there. Mm-hmm. So I did that, and then he called me in for um, the, what is it, the Manhattan. Uh, my first series regular, David E. Kelly, he hmm. called me in, and it was uh, The Brotherhood of Poland, New Hampshire. Oh, okay. And I played the um, cop with Randy Quaid. Okay. Mm-hmm. We shared a car, mm-hmm. and we did it. We had six episodes to air, and mm-hmm. then we were cut. Mm-hmm. And the show it was happens. great. It was mm-hmm. an hour-long show, but it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And David E. Kelly paid me for the rest of the season. Really? Wow. Still? Yes. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Where my 10%? Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Who does six episodes only mm-hmm. and then he pays you for the rest? But what that said to me was, I appreciate you, mm-hmm. your work ethic, you show up on time every day mm-hmm. because a lot of times you don't get it. When you show up on time, you get along with everybody, you do what you're supposed to do, you are where you're supposed to be, you know all of your lines and you get along with everybody. Sometimes the people that are acting out get the most attention. Yes. We've all seen that right but david e kelly he gave me that thank you Hmm. for doing what you're supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. and another person who did that for me was david milch Mm -hmm. david milch i did good hands okay Okay. honey she got all state all the time when i did deadwood with him on hbo Mm -hmm. mr david milch i was supposed it would be a recurring character they called her aunt lou Mm -hmm. and you know i call her aunt lou Mm -hmm. but aunt lou was supposed to be possibly recurring 
I went in, I read for David Milch, and then I left. Mm -hmm. And once I got the job, he said to me, because he said, uh, you know, I was supposed to see the rest of the people in the room. Were there Mm -hmm. people in the room? And I said, yeah. And he goes, I left at the end of your audition. I said to them, she's it. Do what the fuck you need to do to get her. And I was like... Oh, wow. Man, when they, then, they recognize your words, yeah. like, look. Yes, and he said, I knew you were Aunt Lou. Hmm. And what happened is I did the rest of that season. He turned into a role for me. I did the rest of that season. It was supposed to be possibly recurring. I did everything. There was not one episode, maybe one or two I didn't do, but I had a full season of work. Wow. And David Milch uh, appreciated me so much. He said, this is what he told me. He said, I want you to know I watch you. Hmm. I said, really? Hmm. He goes, I do. He said, you treat extras just like you treat me. Mm. He said, I see that. Mm. He said, who made you the person you are today? Mm. I said, my mother. I said, Hattie Mae Higginbottom. And he said, I "I want to bring her out. What? He said that. He says, I want to bring her out. How about this? David Milch flew my mom from St. Louis. He said, who wants to come with her? I don't want her to come by herself. Hmm. And I'm thinking the man is just, you know, he's just <laughs> feeling it, me that day for mm-hmm. whatever reason. That's mm-hmm. what he got going. He said, no, I want her to come out. And so I said, okay. And I didn't say anything else. Two weeks later, he said, I need to book your mom's flight. Call her, have her come out. Honest to goodness, he flew out my mom and my brother hmm. first class, Okay, put them up at the Lowe's Hotel in really? Santa Monica, paid for all of their meals, all of their everything okay. for one week. A week. And first class. My brother. A week. My brother had never flown first class in his life. <laughs> you know? Wow. In his life. Okay. And he said to my mother, I want to thank you for her. Hmm. He said she treats everybody the same. He hmm. said that's really amazing. Mm-hmm. He picked us up. He and my mother had the love for the mm. racetrack. Mm-hmm. He picked us up personally, took me and my mom to the racetrack, really? hung out. They had a ball. I'm sitting there eating, okay? <laughs> they gambling. Everybody doing their right. act out. Everybody doing their They had the track. Damn it. I wish I would have known you back there. Everybody down there. Addiction. I'm in my phone. Okay. But, honey, they had a ball. He gave us money to gamble mm-hmm. with and just took care of us. Hmm. He was really incredible. And one thing about David Milch and, and even, you know, David um, E. Kelly, he blessed we, me with my first series regular. So I will never, ever mm-hmm. forget him. Mm-hmm. David Milch thanked me in a way that, you know what? The good do get there. You know, yeah. they get theirs. Yeah. They do. Yeah. You don't know who's watching you. You do what sure. you're supposed to do yeah. because it's coming to you. It's coming whether you yeah. see it or not. You're going to make me cry again. You know, somebody had told me that that was the deal. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But from here on out, I'm like, you know what? I do the right thing because it's the right thing yeah, to do. Right, so yeah. I've had some incredible experiences yeah. in my life mm-hmm. because of just who I am mm-hmm. and the gifts that I've been given. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for that. And I love wow. the fact that your experience comes from the theater because... <laughs> Some people who do do theater might get their feelings hurt, but I tell always them, tell I tell so I feel like people who come up through theater, uh-huh. they respect and understand craft. Mm-hmm. They respect people's time mm-hmm. and their money. Mm-hmm. They know how to show up on time. 
their respect, like I, I more giving, more giving, mm-hmm. and a um, little bit more more flexible when things mm-hmm. don't always. Okay, we're gonna work it out. I always feel like because of that training, mm-hmm. you know, it prepares them when they move into TV and film. Right. And I think those are those qualities that you know they saw in you. It's like mm-hmm. you know what? Here's somebody who respects the craft, respects herself, and respects other human beings, mm-hmm. and not because of what job title they have. Oh, you working in craft service? Oh, you with the honey wagon? Okay, I'm, I don't see you. Mm-hmm. Who's who's the yeah. producer? Oh, let me talk to the producer person. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. I wish more people in Hollywood had that type of ethic in terms of everybody because people, you know, it's a collaborative thing yes. and everybody is busting their butt to make a project mm-hmm. happen. True. You know, not just the people at the high, you know, mm-hmm. you know, top of line people. Mm-hmm. It's the people who are like bringing the food. Right. You know, people who are doing your makeup. Yeah. You know, they all, all are important doing, too. Yeah, all right. important. All important. Running to get coffee. They want that coffee hot. Right. When they get it back. Those people are important to go get coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, it may not be important to you. You may not want coffee that day, but those people have families too. Right. You know, that's what I do know. Right. And for me, it's not just about trying to, you know, kiss enough just to get to wherever. This right. is who I am. Right. And I'm going to be this way whether I'm chilling with you mm-hmm. or whether I'm up here with you. And that's just who I am. Yeah. You know, I was raised that way and I hang on to it because... You know, a lot of people want to be friends as long as you're doing well. You know, that was the thing I loved yes. about yeah. L.A. When and I'm sure you've seen here. a lot of that. Oh, yes. okay, when I first got here, <laughs> this was the thing I hated about L.A. And I hated it for three years. I hated it for three years. They said to me, uh, now, where do you live? Okay, where, what kind of car you drive? Oh, <laughs> what gym do you go to? And I was like, oh, okay, all right. And I just thought, everybody's plastic here in L.A. Everybody's plastic. What they really want to know is... Do you have money? And then we're going to be friends. Right. If you don't have money, I'm not interested. True. Are you That's my, what yeah, I found yeah. in L.A. And yeah. what I had to do was find my people. Mm-hmm. Just like everybody else, I had to find my people. And normally, I mean, I get along with everybody, but my people are usually going to be the Midwest and the South. Right. Because that's where I'm from. Right. I'm from St. Louis, and all of my summers were spent in the South because my family's from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So that's where I Wait, had to go what, to. What part of West it? Point, Mississippi. All right, Mississippi people. Right down there from where. Um, from where Elvis is from, mm-hmm. Tupelo. Tupelo, so Mississippi. All my family's from West Point. So, you know, we always had to act a certain way, you know, mm-hmm. that whole thing. And mm-hmm. the good thing is, I'm like, I don't care what people think. This is me. Mm-hmm. This is it. Yes. I don't have to act a certain way with you. And it keeps you consistent you when you know who you are. And I don't have to remember what I did. Yes. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yes. I don't have time for yes. that. I can't take that. Yes. I can't. That, I, that's just not my deal. Mm-hmm. So, once I got on out here and started working, it was so exciting to be able to do drama mm-hmm. and to be able to do comedy. Mm-hmm. That's what I was love because so many of my friends, they only got to do one, mm-hmm. one or the other. I did tons of commercials. I did comedy. I did drama. I did dramedy. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, L.A. has been very good to me. And a lot of people complain about the work out here. Mm-hmm. And what I know is work is coming. Work is always mm-hmm. coming. I've worked. Yep. I work. I will work. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Right. Because mm-hmm. I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. So when is it coming? I don't know. Yeah. But it's coming. So no need to stress out about mm-hmm. it. You know, and the projects and the people I meet, it's like, oh, my God. I, re- I remember working on this movie called Dogville mm. with yes. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> with Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. And we shot it over in uh, Sweden. Okay, she got the travel and stuff. Uh, the director was afraid of traveling. He really? was afraid of flying. Lars von yeah, Trier. Yeah, he does. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. he does. Lars not. von Trier was afraid of flying. Hmm. So he then not only flew us over there for three months mm-hmm. to work, and at the time, that's when Nicole was nominated for her Emmy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he then gave us six tickets. 
for hmm. family members to come visit too. Oh yeah. That's so cool. because see, I know I'm like, isn't yeah. this the gig? Right. And everything was like mm-hmm. favorite nations. Yeah. And guess who was on this gig? Lauren Bacall, James Kahn, Ben Gazzara, um, Philip Baker Hall, Nicole Kidman, Paul Bettany. Okay. And they started in this thing. And we were there for three months and shot the whole thing on a sound stage. Hmm. So like if you open the door, you just do this. There's no door. <laughs> the movie is crazy. It's a lot. Well, Lars it's, Howard. Lars is very interesting. I've been following his career, the whole dogma thing and the things yes. that he does. So it's like the fact that you were in there and worked with him. Yes. And Chloe oh Sevigny God. was in the movie. Yeah. And Patricia, I can't remember her name, but just to be there every day working on that set every mm-hmm. day and all living together, it was an incredible experience. Mm-hmm. I loved working with Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. She threw us the best parties. <laughs> She's a fabulous Scrabble player. Really? I'm a Scrabble <laughs> dog. See, I'm either with, I'm bid with a Scrabble. Okay. Okay. One or the other. Okay. But what an experience to work with all of them, mm-hmm. you know, to just have that experience of three months in another country, working with this director, my favorite film that he did in of all time, Dancer in the Dark. Mm. Okay. Have you ever seen that movie, well, Dancer that in the Bjork? Dark? Yes, with yeah. Bjork. That's my favorite. When that whole thing happened, anyway. So I got a chance to do that movie <laughs> mm-hmm. over there working mm-hmm. with her. I loved working with her. And I've had some incredible experiences in my life yeah, that I'm very grateful for. Mm-hmm. It know? shows, though. You can see it all over your face. You love what you do. Thank you know, you. some people come in here and they complain about what they do and, you know, <laughs> Ooh, they have drag. issues yes. about this yeah. network or right, whatever. You're right. like, this network was good. Oh, this studio was good. Was. This show was good. It might have been bad for them. Right. <laughs> look, I paid my due. Okay. I don't know what y'all did wrong. Okay, my honey wife look good. actors, we always think somebody else have it better. Yes. We just do. And yes. I think that's human nature. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody's a series regular and you get a guest star this week, you think, ah, oh, she's got it, man. Hey, God, mm-hmm. they booked that commercial. Oh, I wish that was me. Oh, oh yeah. I wish that. And for me, I know that if you're my friend and you book that, oh, my God, I'm so happy for you yes. because I know that feeling. How many right. times have we talked I about this? I know yes. feeling. Yes. I'm happy for you. Yes. And if you're my friend, that means I can get it, too. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's the mentality. Yes. There you go. Honey, yes. I'm happy for you. I will tell 18 people in the next hour or two, mm-hmm. that you, did you know that doll just booked her national? Honey, yes, she yes. did. Honey, that doll yes. booked that spot. Yes, yes. she did. Yes. And then if it's something I went in on mm-hmm. and you got it, you were supposed to have that. Mm-hmm. No matter what, I could have gone in there and turned somersaults and took off all my clothes. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> that job was not, not for me. me. Yes. So let me pick my clothes back up. <laughs> and, 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 and bid you adieu. <laughs> That's my bra right there. That's my bra. Excuse me. I'll show myself out. <laughs> and try to cover my stuff, uh-huh. the important part, and get on out. Yeah, because yeah. that was meant for you and that's mm-hmm. why I always tell people go in and do your best and leave it leave Thank it you. and come on out that room and yeah. focus on what you're getting ready to do yeah. next right and that's something I talked to we talk about actors whenever I interview actors on the show <clears throat> we always talk about that and I always say and I have probably sat in I don't know 300 casting sessions you mm-hmm. know as a producer or director or whatever mm-hmm. and one of the things and you too mm-hmm. one of the things that I see all the time <clears throat> is actors go in trying to get the part mm. and what they need to do is show me just come in and show me how good you are because nine times out of ten you're not going to be right for this exactly. anyway <laughs> right but let me remember you and be like exactly he ain't good for this one we're working on something that. else yes. 
How many times you've been brought into oh, something yes. you didn't get? That's the next it. time. That's it. All the time. Many times. You know what I mean? Many times. They said, when you time. came in for us, somebody's cousin had just gotten that job. Yes. Or they owed them a gig because right. they owe, mm-hmm. Or we just didn't think you were right for it. We didn't right. see you in that. Yeah. And we wanted to give you something else. Yeah. Something different. Mm-hmm. Happens so many times. All the time. The husband was too tall. You were too short. Mm-hmm. The husband, whatever mm-hmm. the hell. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the stupid reason was. Had nothing to do with how good you were at all. All right, right. Period. Your talent. Right. But it wasn't a lot about of people talent. don't understand that. And, yeah. and I used to also be that person trying to find out what they want. Mm-hmm. Yes. Trying to go in and find mm-hmm. out, I want to give them what they want. They may not like that. They yeah. may not like, you don't know what they like. Mm-hmm. So go in and do what you do mm-hmm. and leave it in the room. Leave it in the room. That's what I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's some gigs you want more than others, sure. always. But I know what's meant for me is mine. And what's meant for somebody else is theirs. And I I really believe that with everything in me. Mm -hmm. I do. I believe it. So I just have to do the best that I can do Mm -hmm. and then keep going Mm -hmm. and make sure I stay focused on what I love. And, you know, my family is really important to me, too. Okay, let's talk about them. And so that's a a wonderful thing that gives me so much Mm -hmm. strength. I remember when I would perform in the theater you know, when my family wasn't believing in me just yet, it right. didn't take long. Right. But when they weren't, you mm-hmm. know, when they would come, I felt this overwhelming power mm-hmm. and strength when they mm-hmm. were there. Mm-hmm. Because what it said is, I got your back. Mm-hmm. Now, whether I believe in you or not, I got your back. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's all I need. Yes. I need you to roll with me. Yes. That's roll more important me. than some big producer that's coming. It. Isn't it? Because that's way more important. And I way have to teach important. myself, this is mm-hmm. my dream. I can't expect you to see it. Yeah. Right. This is my dream. I can't expect you to see my yeah. dream. You're living here in St. Louis. You got these babies. You mm-hmm. got this. You're doing a lot of foolishness. You definitely <laughs> can't see my dream. So you can't see my dream. That's true. This is my dream. Mm-hmm. So... Focus on my dream and go get it. Don't expect everybody to see it. So now, mm-hmm. when I go to work, I have my partner. Mm-hmm. We have our beautiful eight-year-old boy that we adopted. Mm-hmm. And oh, my God, when he says, Mama, mm-hmm. can I have da 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 Mama, mm-hmm. can I da 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 We waited on him a long time. Mm-hmm. This boy needed nothing but love and mm-hmm. discipline. That's mm-hmm. all he needed. Mm-hmm. And we uh, waited on him for like three years. Mm-hmm. He came home at four and a half. He just turned eight. Mm-hmm. Wow. The love of my life. The mm-hmm. love of my life. We've been together for 13 years. Mm-hmm. And we are just getting ready to get married this summer. Really? I know. We just spending what? money. I know. I'm like, I said, she said, well, you shouldn't have asked me. You should uh-huh. not have asked me. You shouldn't have asked me. I said, but wait, I didn't know we were really going to spend money and stuff. I just thought it was going to be like a nice party and a nice, like we're looking for dresses uh-huh. and venues. And- you said, I thought it was going to be like a nice party. I didn't know okay, we were going to spend some money. Okay, look. So we got the lady do- planning everything and she's like, please do not email people about this wedding. You have to get invitations. I'm yeah. like, this did, doesn't did, make did you talk sense. to Christopher about this, that? Because Christopher not. will go in about how to get married. Really? Trust me. He oh had all these God. rules and all these things you should do. Because um, me and my husband got married. Uh, by, by the way, shout out to Christopher and Paris Barkley for connecting us. Yes. Um, um, they had all these things that, that they made mistakes on at their wedding. Because uh-huh. I was the best man at their wedding. Oh, okay. You know, and Christopher was the best man at my wedding. At your wedding. I so there was a lot of mistakes that they made. So he was like, don't do this. Don't do that. Oh. Don't just send out all the uh-huh. invitations. On, send out the invitations without the address on That's it. Because then people will show up. Right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Who, who, who didn't tell you they were coming? They have to RSVP. You know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. It's lots of little things like that. You know what? Talk they, to him. He's oh, a, I will. I'm going to sit down with coffee for him after that. Because what she said. 
said was, make sure you number them. Hmm. And then if you number the envelopes and the invites, you make a list of one through 100 or one through 50. Okay. She'll go, you'll know who did not RSVP. How interesting. Isn't that something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you know number Even eight, on the evite type of a thing? Well, she it? told me we can't evite. She you can't do you evites. Buy. That's what she said. Oh, do she want to do the real shit. She want to do the You got to do the real, real deal. Deal. yes. Okay. Snail, mail, okay. holy field. Yes. Snail, mail, holy field. Those are the best. <laughs> Those are the best. Oh, okay. That's a lot. That's yes. a lot. It's a lot. So anyway. So 13 years later, we're sitting up planning the party. And you know it's for everybody else. Mm-hmm. The party is for everybody else. But but anyway. you got to make it about you. I know. you got to make so. it about you. It's hard not to do that because you keep thinking, well, oh, my mom wouldn't want. Right. Oh, my sister wouldn't want. Right. No, bitch, what do I want? That's right. Well, for me, I, I don't think, I just think, why are we spending money like this? Yeah, that's all, yeah, yeah. That's what I'd rather, you know, uh-huh. go on vacation okay. to Sydney, Australia, okay. and things like that. That's my life. Honeymoon, bitch, right. honeymoon. Exactly. That's what I want to get away to and do those yeah. things. Uh-huh. But it's like, how about y'all meet us here? Yes. <laughs> and then we'll hook up on the beach and do this. Real- and thanks. Okay. <laughs> do that destination. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I have right? my vacation. Yes. But <laughs> they're really a huge part of my life. Good. Because the joy mm-hmm. you know it's really wonderful and to see him grow and to see him mature and to mm-hmm. see him be the young man that he's becoming it's beautiful mm-hmm. and we're actually waiting on one more really we're waiting Ooh. on the phone call really yeah we're doing one more i remember i remember christopher in paris when they when they first got um uh, Will, they got William first uh-huh. when they first because my husband and I were the first people that came to their house to see the baby. Okay, and they they literally got there. They were calling us on the way home. <laughs> we met them at the house, and it was just this tiny oh William. I mean, he could fit in the palm of your hand. Wow. And he was a preemie. Uh-huh. And he was tiny. Mm-hmm. Right. He was still he was so beautiful. But and then something happened with something else, and all of a sudden they're like, "You won't believe it, but we have another kid." It was like soon after oh my God. they brought Cyrus home okay you know okay. but I remember the wait for it took a long mm-hmm. it took years very long yeah. time that's a trip so mm. you know it's fun we're gonna get probably a little boy probably really? a boy Aww. yep so we're what do you have now more. we have a boy okay mm-hmm. and he's just turned eight okay and he's awesome mm-hmm. he's going to third grade he says mom I'm a third grader now. And nah. he's awesome. He's so awesome. We did some we did some incredible work. I work with Penny Lane for children to be adopted. Oh, no, and nice. uh, last year they invited us to the White House really? to speak on adoption. Huh. And my son went, my partner went, mm-hmm. and we got to speak on adoption. It was incredible. One of the most moving experiences I've ever had. Mm-hmm. It was really incredible mm-hmm. to speak about it. Meet a lot of the children. I went with Champions of Change. Hmm. And it was just a wonderful experience because, you know, so many times the children at Penny Lane, they don't get adopted. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they do not get families. And I'm, I ask people often, you know, what do, what do you think about adopting? What do you th-? And they say, you know, I always wanted to, but I never did. And mm-hmm. I thought I could. Blah, blah, blah. I said, what if you were 12 years old mm-hmm. and you didn't have anybody to come to school when they had family day or mm-hmm. parents or if they anything with family and you didn't have anybody? Mm-hmm. What do you think that would be like? And they're like, oh, girl, stop. I can't even I can't. But, you know, that's why that's we real, do though. what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we want to give back in a way that's life changing. Mm-hmm. And when you adopt a child, it's truly that. 
mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because some days you say to yourself, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? This boy is bad. But you what treat them, <laughs> you do treat them eventually <laughs> like as if you had them of yourself. Course. Of course. Yeah. You know? Yes. Because he asked me, did he come in my tummy? Right. He asked me. Oh, that. you guys got him as a baby. No, he was four and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh, but okay. part of him wanted that to be true. Oh, he God. knew he didn't, mm-hmm. but he needed to hear me tell him he didn't okay. because part of him wanted to fantasize about he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I got to tell him the truth. Mm-hmm. And what I told him was, no, you did not come in my tummy, mm-hmm. but you came in my heart. Mm-hmm. I said, do you think you could tell the difference if you came here or if you came here? Wow. Mm-hmm. He says, nah. <laughs> and from then on, Look, I want to meet this one. Okay. We talked about it in therapy that day. Mm-hmm. And honey, he has been all right huh. with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, one time, maybe a year later, he said to me, Mom, I wish I came in your tummy. <laughs> I said, but you know what, baby, is so close from here to here. You were in my heart. Yeah. You were chosen. You were in my heart. So he's fine. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. fine with that. Uh, yeah. You know, he is. So. They'd rather have the love. That's it. Mm-hmm. They That's really it. would. It just sounds good to say yeah. mama or daddy, whatever the hell the word and is. And honestly, nowadays, when I think I mean? about it, because people always ask me, why are you in the kids? It's like, well, my life is busy, and I have like, <laughs> like lots of kids. Like no, no. Because okay. my thing was, it's like, I'd have to have a really strong partner. Like, True. if I was going to do it, I was going to do it all the way. True. And I felt, if I felt like I wasn't in a situation where I felt like I get, because that's, 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 that's a, a heavy response. Responsibility because mm-hmm. you're shaping a life mm-hmm. that can influence a lot of lives. So I take that really seriously. Sure. But I think now if I ever like find the right partner, if I just decided that I'm in a situation where I could, I would I wouldn't want to get a baby. I want to have a little person. Like, to me, that'd be awesome, right? Go get me a little seven, eight, nine, twelve year old, mm-hmm. you know, and like you can walk and talk. You just want to go to the movies already, with them. That's already, yeah. Let's go shopping. Uh-huh. Let's get our mommy and baby whatever outfit. Let's go take some pictures. We're going to make some tacos. Right. You know, and it's like, because, you know, babies are cute and all, yeah. you know, but it's nice when you have somebody who's, you know, and I see it all the time when I watch they TV can, shows. They can have a conversation they with you. They can have a conversation. Right. And there's so many who have been waiting who need love who are older. And sure. it's like, yeah. you know, I, I would prefer having an older child that mm-hmm. can really, really, really benefit from mm-hmm. having, you know, an awesome mom like me. Can you imagine having me as a mom? Exactly. <laughs> you be all right. get, get your travel bags. Let's go. Wow. Go. You gonna read these sci-fi books? We gonna see these movies? Maybe <laughs> a cinephile by the time okay. they're fourteen. When they're right. Okay. We got to go down to the video store. Come on. We gonna go here. Now we gonna look at the Swedish revivalist period. <laughs> see. Now we're gonna check out so, Lars and Dogma. That period of films. Now so, what's so, the transition? Go no, no. I was gonna say so. All this wonderful acting and and stuff you've been doing. So what got you that transition to writing? You know what? I got so tired of waiting on the gig. Mm. You know, even on Mike and Molly. You Mm -hmm. know, I was on Mike and Molly six years. We're we're in syndication. There's the miracle. Okay, there's the miracle. You say, (laughs) oh, Jesus. Okay. You're yes. just like, hallelujah. Yes. And when you get it, you're so grateful. But, you know, once again, everybody thinks you got it made now. Yes, you got do. it made. Yes, oh, not only do you have a series regular, mm-hmm. but, you, oh, you in syndication. Oh, girl, be quiet. Mm-hmm. Shut up and say, well, here, I wasn't in every episode. I was about to say, you did about 60, 70 episodes Honey, or something. Right. That was like how many hundreds? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, always you think the grass is greener, the Correct. grass is greener. And you always think, well, they got it made. Well, yeah. they got it. Oh, you in syndication. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got it made. So what? 
what happens is when you work with those names on CBS, mm-hmm. I mean those huge names, mm-hmm. Chuck Lorre, okay. Melissa McCarthy, yes. Billy Gardell, yes. Rena Wilson, okay. Katie. I'm trying to get Rena Nixon, on the show, by the way. Really? So let me I'm, let him know. I, I want will. him on the show. I will let him know. I've been I'm trying to hit him on well, Facebook because well, I met him years ago. Well, guess what? what? He's going to do your show in less than 30 days. You got my word. Let's get it. You got my word. Let's get it. I'm well, going to get sure Reno he hears here. This one tomorrow. Oh, he will. Okay, I'll get him here. I love Reno Wilson. I love him and Billy Gardell. Like I said, I'm going to see him next weekend in Vegas. Okay. That man I love. Those two, they are just, I mean, I loved everybody. Mm -hmm. I worked with Niambi, Niambi. Ah, everybody uh, you ah. know to get to work with these people I got tired of waiting for the role because mm-hmm. you know when I auditioned for this role it said 70s lingerie mm-hmm. you know sexy grandma hmm. and honey I wore my wig and my lingerie I walked the street from the parking <laughs> I had to cross forest lawn in my stuff. And I was in my mind frame. I was ready. And yes. I knew if I could walk in front of traffic, cross that red light mm-hmm. and green light and through the parking lot of uh, Warner Brothers and all of my lingerie and my gray wig, mm-hmm. I was ready. Yes. And that's what I did. Hmm. And then uh, she called <laughs> she was wearing and said, her clothes yes. on the show. <laughs> and when he said to me, the, guy, the creator, Mark Roberts, who mm-hmm. created this role, he said, I saw so many wonderful people for this role. He said, so many... He named three celebs that wanted it. And Mm. one even put herself on tape and put it in. Mm. And he said, I have seen you on Deadwood Mm. with David Milch. Mm -hmm. And you were incredible. And I thanked him for that. Mm -hmm. He said, the other thing I saw you in was with Tom Cruise, the movie Magnolia. Yes. Where Mm -hmm. you cussed him Him out. out. He said, you were in that scene. (laughs) One of my favorite scenes. He said, I have never heard anybody cuss like that in my life. He said, but when I saw that, I knew I wanted you on this show. I, we didn't know if we could make it work, mm-hmm. but when you came in in that gray wig and casting call and said they loved you, please wear that to the uh, table read. Mm. read. Wear that to the table read. Wear it to the table read. Be in character, okay. girl. Be in character, love. So at the time that again it was a recurring role, mm-hmm. and I did the table read. I did that one week. That one week, and Chuck Lorre came up to me and said, "We're going to make you a series regular." You better go, okay? girl. Okay, from that table read. Seeing Stella. That's I why was I call like, oh, when you just, do it, just gets the part and comes in. It's like, I know it says guest, <laughs> honey. Uh, when you but, get in front uh, of him, you better. Yes. Uh-huh. You better because, yep. honey. This is the big ladies right this now. This is it. This is it. Bring what you got. Yes. Right. So I'm so grateful. That's how right. I said, okay. And then I just knew then the career was going to do everything that, and, and still, I was not in every episode. And I am not complaining, but mm-hmm. that's what led me to write. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you can't wait on somebody else to write for you what you know you can do. Yes. So I, this guy called my um, agent and said, you know what? I wrote this film, and I wrote a 10-minute short, and mm-hmm. I, I wrote it for Cleo King in mind, and we want mm. her to do it. And I was like, what do I need to do a 10-minute short for? Mm-hmm. This don't make no sense. I mm. told my agent, uh, no, not so much. Right. And so he called back two weeks later, and he said, um, I really want Cleo to do it. Will you please ask her again if she'll yeah, just do read this 10-minute short? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I'm not really interested to my agent. Yeah. So he waited. Probably three weeks later, he called hmm. back. He said, this guy says, will you just have coffee? Can he take you to dinner? See, he hmm. got me with food. Good, Honey, will you, you get me? <laughs> now we know what to do. Okay. <laughs> all let you, me go tweet all you right young, now. All you young if producers. You, if you're a writer. He says she, she did lobster. Man. She want red lobster. Okay. Look. If I can choose the joint, <laughs> it's on and popping. Okay. okay so look. then I said, what role is it? He, he said, she's a hooker. <laughs> 
I said, yes, I'll do it. My agent said, but you haven't read it. I said, it doesn't matter. Hmm. This is another one of those things that had been yes. revealed to me right. that was going to work for me mm-hmm. in a way that it had never worked before. So we did this thing called All's Fair. Mm-hmm. Turned into 12 minutes. It's so good. And too. honey, I do this little hooker action mm-hmm. up on there. And it's redeeming. And, and, yes. and all that. It's got a heart. It's yes. Got a heart. Yes. So then when I did that, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait for somebody else to write exactly. for me. This is incredible. I have mm-hmm. to do. So I then wrote a show for um, Black History Month called Love History Workshop. Hmm. And what we do is just tell the story. We just tell the story we, it, without bashing anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's all all out of love. And it's something I've always wanted to do but never had time. Mm-hmm. So this year I went ahead and did it. Hmm. I wrote a show about Black History Month, and it's called Love History Workshop. Mm-hmm. And we started performing at my theater over at um, Two Roads Theater, okay. 4348 Tahanga, Studio City. <laughs> and honey, I, every Thursday night, you know, I do an open mic anyway there. Oh, okay. An open mic every Thursday night. We wow. do act and sing and dance and spoken word poetry, really? storytelling, comedy. We do everything. Everybody mm-hmm. gets five minutes. So whether you like Ooh, them or not, honey, they go. finish in five gotta go. minutes. Oh, yes. So we start performing over there, and I was like, oh my God, this is great mm-hmm. this is so i wrote the show we put it up and the whole story of the show is love is universal mm-hmm. hate has to be taught <laughs> love is universal hate has to be taught ignorance is a cure for nothing and we talk about things like the super soaker water gun you know the <laughs> fact that did you know he made over 200 million dollars for that you know madam cj walker she was not the first black millionaire woman hmm. she was the first woman millionaire anything black okay. white purple red mm-hmm. whatever okay. but we didn't know that mm-hmm. we didn't know so we talk about things like that and we'd say things like um listen up i got something to say hate is tough we're not born that way come on listen up. we got something to say hate is tough we're not born that way okay. and it's like the kids can really get it yes. yesterday we had a performance at penny lane hmm. we had a performance there last month as well we've performed for girl scouts mm-hmm. we go to schools nice. we perform giving it at back. churches mm-hmm. giving it back we're mm-hmm. not charging them when we would charge a theater mm-hmm. right. but these kids get to see the show and they're singing with us yes. mm. they get up and sing with with us mm-hmm. and they come up to us and cry and say mm-hmm. oh my god i knew some of this stuff but i didn't know this is your alley right. oh my god right with incredible. kids yes. and yeah history we're and, booked mm. all the way to february 2017 oh my god and our last show is booked to be in indiana huh. And it's just because out of the goodness of our hearts, would we go and perform for Girl Scouts? Mm-hmm. We say whatever they have, bring it. Right. And we'll, that's enough. Right. And then we stay and answer questions for the Girl Scouts okay. and then have a talking back session. Mm-hmm. Honey, that is beautiful. That's yes. good for the soul yes. right there. Yes. You know? So that's how I started writing because I thought it's time to give in a way. You know, I have a lot of energy mm-hmm. and I have a lot. I, when you've been around for so long and you come across all these people you're working with, you work with Beyonce and mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy and all these people in dream girl. Mm-hmm. You work with Bill Condon directing and okay. Paul Thomas Anderson. She, she just, just, not, just I'm not, I'm not saying she name you know, dropping, <laughs> but we're name checking you know right saying? now. It's, it's all right. You know what's funny? Yes. You know what's funny? I wrote, I wrote, you remember Sylvester, the same yes. I wrote his the script uh-huh. for him. Okay. And Bill is like my dream director that I want to direct that movie. Okay. And you would be great, Martha Walsh. That's all yes. I'm saying. Yes. Oh, that's all yes. I'm saying. Yes. That's all I'm saying. It's raining. Okay. Okay. okay, get it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, 
how we started getting what? it in here. I let you, know, you see it. I was I still in New York when Sylvester was in the Gay Pride Parade. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was still in New York at that time. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's wonderful. I bet Bill will direct it too. I want to get uh, let's that put it, to them. Let's so, put it we'll out in the universe. That's right. That's Make right. it happen. And so I have a feature film too that I'm going to finish. All right. Yes. What is it about? We are getting it out. And I worked with Courtney Cox. She directed her first feature film two years ago called Just Before I Go. I was in it. And I played Evan Ross, the actor. I played his mom. Okay. And so we were in it, and that was Courtney's directorial debut as a feature. Okay. And one of those producers from that is working with me on mine. So we're just about. I've yes. met with Russell Simmons a couple of times right, right. about it. I met with him at his house. I've had one meeting with Judd Apatow. Wow. People about it, and we. So is, just, it a, is it a comedy? It you know it is a comedy. Well, as soon as you said Judd, I'm like it's got to be right, a comedy. Be. Yeah, yeah, it's a comedy. Right. Judd Apatow is perfect for this. Okay. It's perfect for this, and. And you know Russell with working with Eddie Murphy, he yeah. knows comedy too. Mm-hmm. Both of them are, are I mean, you know, they could just tell me let's do this. Mm-hmm. But it's a matter of I know where this is going mm-hmm. and I'm really proud of it. And to have the first read through and then the second read through, it's really incredible. Yeah. But you know it's my work. Yes. You know how you look at your work. Right. But it's so different as an actor to show up to work mm-hmm. as a writer, writer to show up to work. Mm-hmm. I'm the I transitioned. So right. I to- mm-hmm. totally so understand. I mean, but I, I yes. feel like God, this needs to be good as a mm-hmm. as a writer, mm-hmm. as an actor. I just, you know, after thirty one years, you feel like, okay, I know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and this is my deal. And I'm a di- I'm a director's actor. Mm-hmm. Whatever that director asks mm-hmm. me to do, oh, I'm giving it back. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, we work well together. Whoever mm-hmm. that is, mm-hmm. you know, I get their style. Right now, I'm working up in Vancouver on a new Netflix series. Can and, you say uh, what it is, or is it too early? Well, you know, it's a little. I'll tell you the name of it. It's called a series of unfortunate events. Huh. It's a book series, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it Lemony Snicket's? Yes, it yeah, is. That's you. Yes, okay. yes. <laughs> so that'll be out in 2017. Oh, awesome. Netflix. It's directed by Barry Sonnenfeld. Oh, really? Wow. Men okay. in Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do uh, it, girl. So uh, the star of the show is Neil Patrick Harris. That's right. Okay. Joan Cusack, mm-hmm. and uh, those are a couple of them. Yeah. And we're having the time of our yes. lives. That's I'm awesome. leaving today, yeah. going back to work to Vancouver. Wow. wow. I'm having the Thank time of my life. Yes. God. Wait, but can you give us? Are you? Is it too, too still too soon? Can you give us the log line for your project that you wrote, the comedy, or does he just want to wait? I'll wait. Okay, I'll okay. wait. Only we'll have you back so, when you thank when you're closer. You Please, yes. I would love it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I. You know, when you come to interviews, you think, oh God, it's going to take a while to do. And you get in here, and when it's so much fun, mm-hmm. when you guys are so good at what you do, you mm-hmm. feel like. Where'd the time go? I didn't yeah. do this hour. Yeah. I, didn't, I just really want to having a conversation. So, no, yeah. I'm yeah. just excited because so. so many, just for like black women in the industry mm-hmm. that, who are writing, who are just doing amazing work right now. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you've been in the game so long and you've got the craft and you've got the talent and just a beautiful spirit. I'm just looking forward to like great spirit. things for you because it just Thank could be a jumping you. off point for other stuff mm-hmm. to Thank bring you. in. Just like you're giving back with the young people mm-hmm. and the history stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see more, especially women too. Yeah, in this business, like yes. look, right, do your stuff, and like mm-hmm. you said, mm-hmm. stop waiting for people to make stuff for yes. you. For me, yes. yes. And that's what I had to learn because mm-hmm. I thought, surely, you know, if you show up in this town with some talent, mm-hmm. you'll get your whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, honey, it don't really take talent in this town. <laughs> if you look good in a g-string, yes. If you look good in a g-string and that bra okay. fits you right, girl, you, can have you better your own come on. Show, Hello, you can have your own and quit fasting in a hurry. You yes. have it so. Honey, that don't mean nothing over here. You need to come with something. Right. So what I learned was, okay, I've been writing since I was five, mm-hmm. but I don't mm-hmm. share it all right. the time. And then to have that first read through mm-hmm. on a suggestion of one of the producers and people are laughing and you got a hold. 
my partner, my writing partner, and mm-hmm. I were like, "Oh my God, they're laughing in the right places!" Like mm-hmm. we knew in they, the right places. We were yeah. hoping they did, yes. but when they when it happens, mm-hmm. it really blows your mind, you know. And I'm not a uh, I, I wear my feelings on my sleeve. You can sure. look at me and tell what's going on. <laughs> but at the end of that night where everybody, where they did that uh, read through, the first read through, mm-hmm. I wept like a baby. Oh, at, after everybody feeling. left, after everybody yes. went home, after me and my writer, mm-hmm. my writer buddy, mm-hmm. Billy Tyler, mm-hmm. I sat in that car <laughs> and wept like a baby. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even a cry. It's a good cry, though. It's not it a bad cry. Right? Yeah. 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 It's a good cry. It's a happy cry. I love I that. I said to Billy, I said, Billy, our work is paying off. Mm. It's doing the right thing. She's trying to give me your card three times. Okay. Because, you know, I love this man. We've written together. Yes. And then we have a friend who came on board, a guy I've known over 20 years, to help us clean it up and work on it, Dan Berkowitz. Mm-hmm. And we're very proud of this piece. Mm-hmm. We're very I, – I didn't know just what we were working with until mm-hmm. other people started to give us the – So I'm grateful to be yeah. right here right now. Yes. yes. Yeah. Amazing. On that <laughs> <note>. Amazing career. <laughs> Thank you. And every time I see this, like, we even touch the surface. We just, you just, know. Yo, just, that's why we have to have her come back. Yeah, like, just to let yeah, people definitely. know. Like yeah. I said, like, I'll see you everywhere. It's like, oh my God, here she comes. And like I said, you're doing everything plays, movies, films, TV, Toys, animation, everything. Yeah. everything. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you're just one of those, like, you know, I don't, you're just like a quadruple threat, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, honey, I can tell you, every project I work on, even while I was just doing all my open mics, all my, we're still doing Cleo King's open mic every Thursday. Thursday night, eight mm-hmm. o'clock, two roads theater. I then went when's to the, when's the next one? The next to when is Thursday? We have one more show this Thursday night, the mm-hmm. Menage. It's a, a re- are you coming back or are you gonna be there? I'm gonna be in um Okay, well let Vancouver. me know when you back and yeah. I'll June sixteenth. Okay. Okay. June sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Not this Thursday, but next Five week. Okay. June sixteenth, I'm back and I'm hosting. Okay. Right nice. now. That's how it is. Nice. The only reason that will change is Vancouver calls. Okay. But then I went to Ohio and just shot a horror film. Oh <gasps> yes. 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 horror that's film. It's called The Bye Bye Man. B Y E B Y E. The Bye Bye Man director Stacy Title, a okay. woman. A woman. Yeah. A woman. Yes. She directed this movie called uh, Hood of Horrors with Hood Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Yeah. Hood of Horrors. It's like a the kids in St. Louis love this thing. Mm. I, I was in it with Billy D. Williams yeah. and mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Stacy Title, she did this movie. Mm-hmm. She, it wasn't like she called me and said, Hey, girl, I got another movie. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. M- they put me on tape. And mm. she said, She saw my audition. And she thought, Oh, that's Cleo. And she thought, I, she said she didn't think I should cast her. She just said, oh, that's Cleo. And I'll watch the tape. And she goes, I cast you because of your tape. Hmm. I did not cast you because I've worked with you before. And I wanted you to know that. And you know what? I believe her because mm-hmm. she has no reason to tell me anything different. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we shot this film, The Bye Bye Man in Ohio. Hmm. It was an incredible experience. And the first time somebody on set got hurt. Huh. It was the last night of shooting, and this guy got hurt. He hmm. got crushed. Crushed? Yeah, between a something and a something. And, huh. and they had to cut his pants off of him. Really? And they shut down production, and everybody was scared of it. And, honey, when it all boiled down, he had no broken bones. Huh? Nice. Nothing was hurt. Nothing was anything. And everybody exhaled and went and got cocktail after cocktail after cocktail. Huh? Hey! <laughs> and had them paid for. It was so yes. much fun after that. Uh-huh. But everybody was on pins and needles for like three, four hours. Yes. It was not pretty. But yeah. Stacy Title has done an incredible job. Her husband wrote it and produced by the Weinstein. Oh, so yes. it'll be out in December. Good. I'm, okay. look, I'm looking for some good new Definitely. horror. So, okay. yes. Right. Especially if black people in it. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. I know it's probably a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Do you last at least 
30 minutes into the movie? You like, know, I can't I, tell I, you that. Oh, come on. We got to go see it. I go, I go, did your character die <laughs> in the movie? You're not the first one to get it. Bye-bye, <laughs> man. It's you. Exactly. So um, are you on any um, media? Are you on Twitter, Facebook? You, Can I people am, follow you anywhere? Yes, I'm on Facebook, okay. Cleo King, and also Cleo King's Open Mic. Okay. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. and um, What are you on Twitter? Oh, Just Cleo King? I think I'm Cleo King Actress. Okay. I'll get better at that. I'll get better <laughs> at that. And uh, Cleo King Actress. I'm on Instagram. I think it's Cleo King Open Mic or either Cleo King. Something. <laughs> we'll find you, girl. We'll find you. And you know what? I will do better. When I come back after Reno Wilson, mm-hmm. I'm going to have all of this written out. Okay. And then I'll know all of this stuff. You, okay. you hear that, Reno? Damn okay. it. Uh-huh. He'll be here. I'm texting him when I okay. leave here today. Okay. My gig is to get Reno in here. Okay. Right. And, can we, and can we get the Sylvester movie made so I can see you as Martha Wallace? Come on now. Yes. That story. I've been dying for that story to be told. Oh, my God. I would love that. <sighs> I will do that mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. Thank you mm. for thinking of me. Mm-hmm. Soon as you started blowing, I said, like, "Wait a minute." Okay, <laughs> hold on. Uh, she, yes. she did something earlier for you. Came, I was like, "Okay, I forgot she got them vocals okay. in there." <laughs> she, got the pipe. she got them pipes. But I do remember there was an episode. Me and my husband would freaking um, um, just watch binge Mike and Molly like crazy. Oh, nice. Oh, like crazy. And so, because. And she knows this. When I, I write all day, so when I come home, I want to just not think. That's right. That show to me helps me to just not think Good at all. Job, right. Now, there was one episode you did where you sung a note or something, mm-hmm. and I was like, sing it, girl. <laughs> you better do it. Because Reno would get up there and try to do a song or two. He was right, cute. Right. But I was like, no, David, give her a song. Give her a song. <laughs> I have a few of them that I sing on. Mm-hmm. One, God Bless the Child. That's and right. then I did Cloudy Day. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how know. they go. How does that go? Oh. <laughs> now, look, now I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I had a ball working on there with Reno mm-hmm. Wilson, Billy Gardell. That was life You guys had such me. a good chemistry. The, but, I mean, all of you, but in particular, you and Reno. Thank you. Really, I believed. Thank you. You were you were yeah. grandma, you uh-huh, know what I mean? Uh-huh. He really gave that to you. Thank and you. And you gave that back to him. Well, you know, my you mother know? is like that. Mm-hmm. My character is truly my mother and my grandmother roll into one. You know, they okay. just say anything to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anything to you. And then she'll say, I'm doing it to help you. Yes. Yes. When you tell her, Mom, that just didn't feel good, Mom. Why can't you say something positive? I'm doing it to help you. <laughs> so she's already hurt your feelings. Right. Now she's going to give you okay. anger. She got men's coming okay. over tonight. That's, that's all I know. Right. That was my mother. So I rolled my mother and my grandmother together, and that's why I talked to him like I do. Mm-hmm. You know, that was mm-hmm. the two of them. Aww. And those women loved us the way they knew how, mm-hmm. with all that food, mm-hmm. all that love, mm-hmm. and all that discipline. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm very grateful for my mother today. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful she is who she is because she helped make me the woman I am today. Definitely. Without her, I couldn't be the woman I am. Mm-hmm. And what she taught me the most was, you depend on you. Hmm. Don't look for somebody else to take care of you. If you do it, you don't have to be upset with somebody else because whoever you find, they're not going to do it right. True mm-hmm. that. That really was life-saving for me mm-hmm. because I never looked for people. You know, I never looked for that someone with that check or that money. I was never in search of. 
I had my own. Mm -hmm. So whoever I was attracted to had their own. Mm -hmm. That to me was a beautiful thing. I wasn't in search. I have so many girlfriends that are in search of that credit card, that bank account. And I think, baby, get your own. Get out of those shoes and purses. Get Mm -hmm. your own. You know, and and they can't see it. Mm -hmm. And so my mom really helped prepare me for this thing called life. That's the most freeing thing. It is. You have your own and you ain't got to worry about it. We got to get a t-shirt about something about... when you were saying earlier something about um, like like asking God for that sign in 30 days. Like, mm-hmm. in 30 days. People are like, what's in 30 days? You're like, I know what it is. Okay. That's it. I know what it is. You know what I mean? Right. That's deep. Right. That's deep. That's it. That's how I work. I do that meditation thing all the yes. time because for me, the universe responds to yes. me. Mm-hmm. If I'm open enough to receive it. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes if I'm busy and doing way too much and too much partying mm-hmm. and I'm not resting well, then I can't see it when it shows up anyway. Right. You know? Right. But for me, I, I can go within and know that I have everything I need. Yeah. I do. I don't need to look out there for somebody to do for me what I can do for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. True. Yeah. Well, on that note, thank you so much, Miss Cleo uh, King, y'all. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Where you at, Lisa? Uh, you can find me on Twitter because you know I'm a Twitter fan. <laughs> she a Twitter fan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Rakim was a microphone fiend She a Twitter fiend I'm on Facebook But Facebook is like Mainly just for family if Folks overseas Let mm-hmm. me you know That kind of stuff But hit me up on Twitter Because the old days I used to tell people Don't follow me on Twitter <laughs> Please don't Because You never know What you're going to get That's But true. yes You know what Come through mm-hmm. Twitter uh, You can also find me On Bitch Flicks Now that I'm free For the summer And have headspace I'll be writing some more Uh Critical film reviews from a feminist standpoint, and um, also uh, where else? Uh, no, I'm pretty much done for the summer. I'm not doing no, any more conferences no more, no more, or anything. Uh, no, no eyes free, eyes free. All I'm going to do is write <laughs> okay. and um, uh, work on this horoscope. I'm going to try to get down to New Orleans to go see my girl Jaretta Jaretta. Oh, okay. Of course, those of you who remember, oh, you the guys movie, are doing something together. Right? I've I pitched an idea to her. Okay. And uh, I'm hoping she'll she'll do it with me because, yeah. as you know, she was in one of my favorite Italian horror films, Demons. Mm-hmm. And um, I really think that this project I have is something for those people who love that type of horror, that mm-hmm. giallo kind of crazy mm-hmm. horror. Um, and plus, with our connections with Italy, I think we can make something pop off. So, Jaretta, well, I'll Leo be down in Leo might know Norman. somebody who can direct it. That's all I'm hey. saying. I don't know. <laughs> Directors, we got. We got that. That's what I'm saying. And I am your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow me on Twitter. At Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR, on Twitter. Why are you looking at me like that, Cleo? I see you. <laughs> I love it. She's <laughs> just staring at her brother. I love it. She's got the eye on you. I I'm love watching that. you. Um, you guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR, on Twitter. If you have any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Um, thanks again to Christopher Barkley and uh, Paris Barkley for connecting us. I appreciate yes. that. <clears throat> um, big shout out to all the countries out there. You know who you guys are. Um, Italy is growing every single month. It's a trip. It's must be because of your funky. Uh, stuff, it's right? probably from my daddy. Who <laughs> <laughs> listens and says stuff and my siblings and oh exactly. and shout out to uh my my brand new nephew who was born. You know how you know God she has. Knew. God has one door that closes mm-hmm. and one that opens. Yeah. So I was kind of sad when Muhammad Ali passed mm-hmm. through. But at that moment, 
my nephews come through. Mm-hmm. So shout out to my brother Kiko and uh, my brand new nephew Raul Benet. Oh, Even though I thought we were gonna name him Artemio, but I guess Artemio. being the auntie, <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought that was the agreement. But shout out to my little nephew Raul. Auntie loves you. Oh, I love that. My niece just had her baby. Oh, really? I just got back Friday night from Dallas. Oh. My niece and her fiance India and Marcus. Oh. They just had this beautiful little girl, Imari. Oh, Imari! Yes. She's a beautiful name. Yeah, she's gorgeous. I had to go see her. She had her early. I was supposed to be in the delivery room. Oh. She had her early. I didn't make it down, but I went to see her. That's gorgeous. Oh. So, so, hey, shout out to all the brand new babies coming yeah, into definitely. the world. Yeah, and, and like I said, all the countries: Australia, uh, the UK. Uh, France, um, South Africa. We're big in South Africa. It's a trip. Every month, it just keeps growing. Um, Canada is our number two, of course. And, of course, the United States. So thank you, guys. Please follow us on... Facebook, Hilliard Guesses, Screenwriters Rant Room. Didn't you? Like, I never, I never doing say so that. Much. Yes. And go please go on iTunes and give us a five star review. We need that for that the metrics and stuff like that. Um, so join in with us for 2016. I'll let you know when. <clears throat> so you guys know how we do it on the Rant Room on the show. <laughs> we keep it real. Mm-hmm. We keep it opinionated. Mm-hmm. We keep it what everybody. 2016. 2016. Peace, y'all. Ciao. Stars can be paid, they gotta be a dope ass story on the page. Let the beast about the cage that light about the dark. Can you build the inferno from the itty bitty spark? Coffee shop hustlers rise with the cream. A million of the writers, same Hollywood dream. Your pen and paper, all that bullets in the gun. Write what you feel, say what you want in the red We say what. So look, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get in. Mm-hmm.